Kia ora and hello. Welcome back everybody. Uh, welcome to new listeners. My name is Dee, short for Deanne. Uh, this is my podcast about my journey to the inner self. So this episode picks back up off uh, following on from episode number seven. If you have not listened to that, go back and start there. Listen to episode number seven, which is part one of my chat with Mo. Uh, Today we delve into part two. We come back in in the middle of the conversation that we were having um, and we're going to touch on everything from religious backgrounds, um, from our journeys and how everyone is intertwined on this planet. We talk yoga. Uh, We talk about a couple of different belief systems, judgment, resistance, and how can we become more zen. So we pick back up talking about uh, the book A New Earth, which I've talked about heaps before and Mo has also read. Uh, So that is uh, Eckhart Tolle's book. So let's dive back in. Here is part two of my chat with Mo. I really love, if you were to fast forward through the chapters, the bit that goes into the three aspects of freedom and enlightened living. Yeah. And that talks about non-resistance, non-judgment, and non-attachment. So we've just kind of talked about non-attachment, right? Non-attachment to physical things. But non-resistance and non-judgment have been present, like in the forefront of my mind for the last few weeks with everything I do. And it shifted my energy. It does. And it shifted my perception hugely. Because what I realized was that in every moment of slight aggravation Mm. or slight... Um, anxiety yeah. like take driving and being behind a shitty driver or yeah. someone doing something stupid on the road judgment, um, judgment. Yeah. resistance yeah. Ju- but well generally yeah. judgment scrolling first. through your Facebook feed Instagram feed TikTok yeah judgment. judge judgment. judge judge yeah. judge um, and you're doing it without even realizing that you're doing it a lot of the time and then the non-resistance that's a huge thing as well because often when you have an idea of how something's going to go and then yeah. you get served another, like, say, for example, okay, today is Saturday. I would really like to go for a walk today. I'd like to get into the bush. Yeah. And then I say this to Sean and he turns around and goes, no, I'm going to, I really just want to spend the day on my computer doing some work, yeah, uh, doing some design stuff or something yeah. like that. And then I, that resistance crops up and I go, yeah. wait, wait well, I want to, I, I want to do this. Me, me I, me. attachment, yeah. Yeah. ego. Yeah, yeah, all just resistant and yeah. then and then i feel like he's resisting my plans and i'm resisting his and, and then out of that and space then all of those things get you know issues and you know yeah and i think that bickering and this and that it's a simple simple approach a simple way to identify whenever you're getting worked up about something or whenever you're getting something's not sitting right with you mm-hmm. stop and think is this attachment is this judgment or is this resistance yeah. and with those three tools I've just become so much more aware of how my mind tells me how to feel about something. And at first it might seem hard. You know, I still find it. It's work, right? You've got to consciously do it. It's work, but then, you know. Maybe one day it won't be. One one day it'll be so (laughs) automated. You'll be like, holy moly. Yeah. And that that would be enlightened living. Someone will ask you like, why are you in such a like Zen state? Or why are you... Why does nothing bother you? And do you remember me asking you that on our walk? On me being like... Because when Mo and I went for our walk, I think I'd probably done the first three podcasts, or maybe I've just done the i I'd done the fourth one. And if you've listened to all of them, I think I thought that one was one of the most depressing ones. 
Um, but I think I remember Some saying, of the first few ones are pretty... I mean, even the last one that I did, the sixth one, yeah. I realised that I was in a real state of exhaustion when yeah. I recorded that. And I listened to some of it this morning and was like, God, everyone's going to be like really going to enjoy having a second voice. Because yeah. just having my own is a bit blah sometimes. <laughs> but when we went on that walk... I think I remember saying to you, like, how are you doing? Like, yeah. how are you? And you were so zen. You were like, I'm good. And I was like, no, but how, like seven years of flying. You've lost your job. You've been in lockdown with who? Your family? Okay. How's that been? How, you know, I wanted to know, like, Mo, tell me how you are. And yeah. you just, your whole energy was like, I'm okay. Yeah. Like, yes, this is bad. This but- is bad, but this isn't just happening to me. Yeah. This isn't personal. This isn't about me. Yeah. This is a universal it's, it's just a thing and thing. Just react to it. It's know? a global yeah. pandemic. Yeah, it's yeah. a, yes, we've been served these curveballs, yeah, but it's yeah. not in my control. Yeah. But you'd surrender to it very early on. I mean, from reading the book. From reading the book. Yeah, and when a, you said, I've read this book, I was yeah. like, I feel like that's the answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is not. It is. But, you know, no, it's like, and yeah. it's not. It's yeah. not the only, yeah. it's just one of many, many oh. forms yeah. of. Um, Ways to get about ways to inform ourselves yeah. on how to approach knowledge. life differently it's knowledge it's knowledge is power and actually one of the quotes i should have shared when i very first started talking <laughs> okay. about this book because i just dove in because i was already deep in it and i was like guys just join me here and you can't do that people have to start their journey themselves um but i love that it says i think on page six of his book it says the book's main purpose is not to add new information or beliefs to your mind or to try and convince you of anything, but to bring about a a shift in consciousness, that is to say, to awaken. And I love that because I I feel like I've been preaching that this book um, is the answer. And it's it's not. It's one of many, many, many. It's just a reference point and it's just a toolkit that's given me some tools and new ways to approach. other things in the and I've realized that it's actually it's actually brought back a lot of stuff that I learned when I was younger mm. through religion. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot of religious ties in yeah, this book. Yeah, 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 it does. So we should touch on that. Are because we diving into it? I reckon. Do you want to? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I feel like we've, yeah, yeah. let's dive. Because yeah. um, is he, I don't actually even know that much of his history. Is he, he's really Christian? Know. I'm not sure. In the book, he touches on Hinduism, Hinduism, Buddhism, Buddhism, Christianity, um, and and Islam. And Islam. And then he also talks about the cosmos. He talks about universal. A lot of of stuff about the cosmos. But astrology taps into a little bit of that. Astrology, everything. Which is what I like that about this book because it's not just. There's so many segues. I feel like saying so many things right now when he talks about the cosmos, but I'm like, no. Hold my, hold my tongue. We'll come back. It just yeah. don't get too crazy. Yeah. We'll end up, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Guys, welcome to the three-hour podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. of Mo and I just yeah. like yeah. getting carried away. Um, but no, what do you think is important to take from the way that he pulls yeah. all of those different religions and belief systems into I feel like it's a funnel. Yeah. I feel like he funnels it Filters all. It. And he kind of says yeah. that this idea that we're actually all striving for the same thing. Yeah. We're, we're sort of all interconnected beings. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, and, it, and it talks about how, like, you know, things are these elements that are all present in these things. Yes. And then if you bring it together, 
this is what I'm trying to tell you, you know? Yeah, and, and I, lo- I it like It might not that. be the truth, it's just that's it's his understanding. That's his understanding yeah. of it. Yeah. And I like that because I yeah. think that I, I moved away from Catholicism because I didn't like how it was like, this is our one true path yeah. and this is the only path. Yeah. And I was like, no, it's not though. There's so many, I think there's, there's so, so many. many different paths. Yeah. Like religion or anything, even like, um, you know, the universal science side of it. I just see it as a roundabout. Yeah, cool. There's this one central thing and everything else is just sort of, you know, okay, I'm Muslim, so I'm coming from this exit. Great. And, and, as, the and if I was coming from a Catholic, I'm entering yeah. from another. I, I was yeah. I, I was personally raised as a Hindu. So cool. I, with my Hindu knowledge, I'm coming from this angle. Great. And then that's what Eckhart's book is. It's just, it's like a, it's like a, it's, it's the central it's point. It's a of culmination it. of, yeah. of, yeah. All, of all, all things all that in, are striving yeah. for the same. Yeah. It's like yeah. You know? It and is. I, I always thought of religion, like through my travels, Going into mosque, my one of my best mates is Muslim. Yeah, cool. Um, heaps of friends from school who are like you know devout Catholics and yeah. Christians. You know, so you've always been very open. Yeah, to... so going to midnight mass um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> in 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 Turkey, like you know, my friend goes to the blue mosque and I'm there. You know, I go to the prayer with him. You know, wow. so this is when in the blue mosque all the tourists disappear, and it's only the people that follow the religion allowed in Amazing. every hour of like prayer so i was kind of sneaky and went in with my mate because he's muslim so he knows how to do the prayer stuff cool but i just sat, kind of sat in the back just to observe wow and you know how what they, was that like it was so peaceful yeah. so peaceful i remember i remember distinctively remember i don't know if people are familiar with um the islam religion but they have a azan for prayer they right. call for prayer yes one of the most peaceful things when it happens in Islamic countries, because everything stops and they're all, <gasps> especially on a yeah. Friday. Okay. Wow. Like What's, Friday. Midday. Do you know what is what is it about the Friday that is symbolic? I think because Friday is like their. Is their Sabbath? Yeah, it's like that's their like judgment day. Kind of oh, thing. okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Friday prayer, Friday, Friday prayer. midday prayer. I did know this. Is crucial. I did you know, know this. Yeah. You've reminded me. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. So, um, I remember on a Friday sitting. 8 p.m. at night. I know I talked about midday, but we went there like multiple times because my friend was just so happy to be there. Amazing. Um, and it was 8 p.m. The Azan player was calling, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to sit outside. You go inside because I've been so many times. Um, and it was just calmness and the prayer Azan, and everyone just literally sort of like kind of just drops what they're doing wow. and just scrolls along into the mosque to pray. You know, Do and this you- happens oh. in. Hinduism, I know, goosebumps, hey. I know, yeah. I just also thought yeah. that that sense of community, the idea that no matter what status you have, rich, poor, where yeah. you live, where you're from, everyone yeah. stops and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? As like, as one, unites, as one, it unites. Yeah. And do you see the link between that and, and COVID? And, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah and it, Eckhart's, yeah, but yeah. how COVID made us all stop. Stop. And that's what one? the world is telling us. It's yeah. like we are, you know, and like I mean, to recenter. Yeah, and we're talking about Eckhart stuff, like in the Bhagavad Gita, like there's a there's a quote, like, and then you can interpret the Bhagavad Gita in so many ways. Okay, start. Let's backtrack, okay, backtrack. and tell people what the. Can you tell me how to pronounce this properly? Bhagavad Gita. Bhagavad Gita. 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 That's it. Yeah. I've been. It, it reads like Bhagavad Gita. Yeah. The spelling of it Bhagavad is like Bhagavad Gita. Yeah. 
but it's hard to remember. And I was like, when you first told me about this, I was like, can you spell that for me? And you're like, oh my God, okay. Yeah. And then I went and read up a little bit. So yeah. um, this is... This is, so the Bhagavad Gita is basically a conversation between Krishna and Arjun. Yes. Um, Krishna is the god, the third reincarnation of of Vishnu. Um, so Indians have so many gods. There's this one couple of main gods, and then one of them reincarnates themselves a few times. Yes. Um, and I think, no, the second. Second or third. Something like that. But reincarnation is huge, huge in the Hinduism religion yes so this is krishna is like the last reincarnation this is the last time most recent. most recent most recent you could say yeah yeah and it's the story of it's kind of i wanted to when mo first yeah. told me about it i wanted to say is it like the hindu bible and he it's was like not. not it's a story yeah. And this is a big a section of the story. It's, so it's a series of chat oh what's it, it's like a, um, i'm just gonna dis- disclaimer when you say stories, some people in the Hinduism religion get really like, it's Defensive. not a story, it's actually happened. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay, cool. So it, it, okay. It, it's a written book. It's a written book. Yeah. Cool. Um, it's a written book. And so so the whole journey is about Krishna, yes. the god who was Vishnu, then came down to, basically the gods come down when there's lots of evil in the world. Right. And th- there's a purpose. They intervene in the way. And, yeah, they, they come <laughs> so, when, you know, like, um, there's like a huge Sanskrit saying, which is like yada yada he dharmasya, you know. Cool. Um, and you know, like I, I can't, I can't say the whole thing. That's beautiful. What does yeah. that mean? Do you know? But so basically, the whole thing. It's a, it's a massive quote. I, yes. I don't have the no. That's fine. Capacity to say it, but every time there's max evil in the world, there will be divine intervention. Okay. Beautiful. Divine intervention in the means of a tsunami, a global pandemic don't know what it is okay just i'm not saying I, i'm not saying you know but whenever yep. there's too much evil in the world there will be intervention in some form yes. to make us realize that we're all connected right beautiful beautifully um, summarized so that's, right? that's, that's a krishna's journey cool um it's set so the first chapter is yeah. set in a battlefield right um of of mahabharata so, okay so krishna's journey then the battle of Mahabharata happens, oh, which is okay. an epic battle, an epic battle between basically cousins. Yeah. Um, so Krishna um, and Arjun. Uh, so Krishna is the chariot driver and Arjun is the actual warrior. Yes. So the, the Bhagavad Gita is a conversation between Krishna, the God. Yes. In Mahabharata, which yes. is another epic written book. Yeah. In amongst the battle, Arjun, the warrior, is asking his chariot driver, which is God. Which is God. Why? Why? Why is this happening? What do I do? Why? Yeah, why? I do not want to be in this situation. I'm fighting my family. Some of the family. Why is this happening? Because long story short, the reason why the Mahabharata happened is basically these cousins of Arjun were evil. And at one point, they like drop it. Dropathy is, I think, Arjun's wife. Okay. Oh, my hazy at the moment. I don't know that's why. Fine, but that's fine. It's really, really epic. Family drama. Family drama really insulted um, the the female. Okay. Like, 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 um, Indian ladies wear saris. They, yes. they made her come into this public arena with just guys and told her to, like, take her sari. Oh, off, no. Which is so huge real public shame. Real public shame. This is where yeah. Krishna comes in and says, no uses his magic powers to make the sari a divine intervention infinity so the sari uh, never actually comes off because oh, krishna cool. was there he's like i'm not letting this happen right and so there was lots of evilness in that society 
and then the battle commences. And the battle commences. And then the battle is to cleanse evilness. Yeah. And Krishna basically tells Arjun, yes, this is shit, but hey, it is. Here's it, what you can learn from it. Here's what you can learn from here's it. Here's how to evolve. Here's how to evolve. Here's how it's all written there in this ancient text by yeah. who knows what um, to say, let's not make these mistakes in our life. Cool. Every cool. religion preaches that, but we just don't follow it. No. Yeah. We as a collective, as civilization. Don't care what you We are. try though, right? Yeah. Like, And I think that's why people do yeah. follow religions and 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 my try way. my way's right there is ego. so much of that and i ego resistance you know? it is yeah. and judgment and judgment. going i've got the i've got the right set of answers here i've got the real follow book. this follow me i've got the real story yeah. um and when i say story i'll backtrack to that because i yeah that's the wrong word for it i would yeah. say the same about the catholic bible mm. um that or it, i guess you could look at it as a myth but you could also look at it as an actual, actual facts. yeah, actual facts, and it's up to your a lot of people in my life actually do yeah. um, look at it that way, and I did at one point as well. Same, I saw the public details, all the whole everything, as like as solid fact, yeah. and I think that that's there's something really good in that, yeah. in the sense that you're holding strong to a belief system that grounds you, yeah. and like I've always said that that I love that about Catholicism, growing up as a Catholic and got and as Same a Christian with a Hindu, yeah. So the the values and the virtues that you are uh, you're held accountable mm. uh, that that's important i think that yeah. that's really important but then i think what i've learned as i've grown older and yeah is like what you said like the roundabout there are many mm. different paths and there is no right or wrong path there is just your own journey as that's long as you're journey. striving to be the best version yeah. of yourself and to contribute in a way that is in, in align with your soul's mm. purpose yeah. or the universal yeah. purpose yeah. then you can there's no there's no wrong way to do it which brings me to a quote from Mahabharat, which is now you know the epic great battle, yes is we're all part of the same universe whatever you believe in or don't you uh no one is here from different universes mm, yes let that, let that sit there for a bit That's cool. we're not here from any different universes we're all on the same planet earth one, planet. one strange rock exactly <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back we'll to come that. back to that yeah, one yeah, yeah. 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 um we're all part of, yeah, so no one is here from different universes. No one is separate. Everyone is part of uh, this one whole, this one whole universe, which is ours. Mm. Then there is no cause of anger towards your own. All clashes, all animity, um, all revenge ceases to exist. Unity in the universe is the route to righteousness. Say that last bit again. Unity, unity in the universe is the route to righteousness. Oh wow, that's that's sick. That's really cool. Yeah. I dig that. Yeah. And it, that's that's it. If you if you come from a scientific background, like um, I think Carl Sagan, he mm-hmm. like when when they sent like the this um, video imaging um, satellite out into the universe before it lost any signal with earth and, right. and control center yeah carl sagan i think he was he was the scientist that was leading this research they turned the satellite around to take one last photo and and it's it's million miles away into the universe the yes. satellite and 
amongst all these dots, there's this one little dot, and that's us. That's Earth. And then so Carl Sagan does this massive piece about basically similar to what similar to that this idea Mahabharata of like is, is is that's it, that's us. We're all, all one. All the all the wars we know, all the clashes we know, all the leaders and 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 the and the evil leaders. Yeah, we know are all part of that one dot. Yeah. If you were a external being looking in, you're not going to see Pakistan or India. You're not going to see Palestine or Israel. You're not going to see America or Canada. No, and you're not going to see um, you're not going to see different colors and different yeah. races and no. and and different genders you're and probably, different yeah sexualities. You're, you're probably not even going to see different cows to humans. No, you're going to see one. Yeah, you're just going to see yeah. the Earth. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's so important. I think that that's the perspective that we need in life a lot of the time is to zoom out, zoom out, but also zoom in, zoom in. right? So it's like <laughs> it's like go deep, but also realize the your spectrum. insignificance and I your keep, spectrum. I keep making you do a lot gestures. of hand actions. I'm all about my hand gestures. <laughs> I'm naturally a hand gesture yeah. person as well, but I've learned to sit in a still space yeah. while recording because or else the 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 sound is all over yeah. the place. But yeah, but no, yeah, you're right. It's, it is. It's a universe. It's, out there but then there's also and us. then there's us and, all, and we're all part of this one world. and we're all in this and and that brings us back to now and this like time that we're in and this uncertainty some people are in lockdown some people aren't some people are going through the second wave of covid some people are still just trying to get over their first yeah. some people are having natural disasters happen on top of on top of this, this. and then family issues and, and then family and issues and then going through personal stuff yeah our friend circle absolutely like, all of this plus their own stuff plus their own stuff and it's like i think a a really important reminder that that you're not in this alone that no matter what journey you were on we're actually all one and we're all here to support each other and that's exactly what i'm striving to do here as well the more we talk the more that we connect the less alone we feel and realizing that actually we're all after the same thing which is just like unity and happiness and and some people just don't don't gel with that, you know. Some people are like no, no. no. There's some people in the world. I mean, I'm not going to name names. No. <laughs> there's some leaders in the world that they're, just don't gel with that. They idea. don't. Gel Maybe with they that. do yeah. in their personal life, but because they don't they're trying to sell. That. Yeah. They just. I mean, at the end of the day, cash is king. Money makes this global yes. thing go around, which is sad. It should be righteousness and love. But but this is the system we this live is in. the form that we exist in yeah. currently yeah and so people sometimes exert not their right self no or not their and that's yeah. just shit that's just that shit. is shit yeah but that's the reality and that's something that i think anyone who is on a spiritual journey or in a space of awakening or wanting to step into this realm do it and carry on because this is how we reach the idea of a yeah. new earth yeah you're not going to change anyone nothing's like i don't know you know no. you might have an influence on one or two people who knows it's just it's not your job to change anyone it's just the job it, it's your job to do the best for you yeah. and to i guess through that let that yeah. flow into other people's and, lives and, and i always into, yeah. sorry no go no i always see it as like um you're in you're in a checkout lane yeah you know there's so much happening you're rushing to make some appointment but there's like a lady crying with a baby panicking trying to pay her stuff but panicking um 
you can be in that scenario and you're like, oh my God, hurry this. Yeah, like, why are you having such a meltdown? Up. Oh my God. You know, or you could be like, hey, yeah. you know what? I'm just going to grab the kid while you sort this out. Yeah. That action might resonate to someone else watching you. Absolutely. And it pings to someone else. And it pings and it pings and it pings. Yeah, the flow on effect, the idea of paying it forward, of be the person that you want to be, make the difference that you want to make in the world. And that lady might be like, no, 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 I'm not, no, no, I've got this. Yeah. You got to step back. Cool. Okay. All good. Yeah. 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 That's so important. Those little acts of kindness is what brings us together as well. And some people, yeah, like, I mean, you taking that baby could make me, make that lady feel like she's not in control. It can. Yeah. So you got to be like, all you can do is offer, right? So you're you doing a good do, job. It's you're okay. doing an amazing job. Yeah. 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 Everybody's just doing their absolute best yeah, at yeah, the moment, yeah, right? Yeah. So yeah. like, and then, yeah. And this comes back to our job as well. There's it does. a lot of times where we had to do that. Yeah. Right? Step in and help people. Yeah. And I think that that is a beautiful way of like serving. Yeah. Um, that's something that tops up my soul big time yeah. because the more you give to others, the more I feel I receive. Yeah. And it is, it's like what you put out into the universe bounces back to you. So then you got to give to yourself as well. Right? Yeah, you do. You do. This is where we took a short break, had a little breather, and then realized that we had so much more to talk about. So we carry on and jump straight back into the conversation. So please keep listening. So your sister yeah so like so like i basically didn't like with all this you know like this talk like you know how we were saying journey yes and um you know really religious i mean yourself as well you're saying you know from i say day dot to you know 16 17 yes really religious especially that part when i was in fiji as well really religious you know um because i thought that was the answer yeah you know, right a lot of people think that's the answer yeah um but you know like all of that then pieced because my sister you know same background you know i'm really close to my sister so yeah. we'd have all these conversations going like you know do you think this god actually did this or is this a metaphor yeah. for something else like i mean the shit that me and her talked about i mean when i told cool. her this morning i'm coming to you to do a podcast she's like man we would have had some mean podcasts yeah. when we were like, you know, back in our days, just having yarns. Cool. And this would be like one in the morning. We're still sitting there going, do you think this happened and this happened and this is why this is, you know, or like whatever the gods describe in their books and like the Bhagavad Gita and stuff. Cause that's like, you know, that's the end journey. We read that when people die. Yes. You know? Right. Yes. Um, and that's to help the family grieve. And that's how the Bhagavad Gita came into my life when my auntie died. Right. And then, you know, basically, d. De- what, what do you what do you call it when you d de- something? Um, like pick something apart. Yeah, like yeah, um, distro- uh, de- um, oh, unpack. Yeah, so, great, okay. great. When you unpack, me and my sister would unpack all these yes. religious stuff to be like, actually, it could just mean this, you know, like all good. You know, that's a real cool relationship to have with your mm. sibling because. We never really did that in our family because yeah. I think we, mum was so strong um, in her beliefs yeah. that we didn't necessarily believe that there was any other path or any other anything to question. It wasn't until I got a little bit older that, yeah. and mum was always like, yeah, go and explore some other churches if you want or go and look into, That was you know. my dad. Yeah. My dad was always. And that's great, having that freedom to go and yeah, explore. because my dad's a Hindu priest. Is he? Yeah. Oh, okay. You okay. failed to mention okay. that. Sorry, you know. But um, yeah. But he's oh, wow. you know. So as a Hindu priest, like yeah, like religion's huge in my house. Yeah, of course. But 
he was always like, this is Islam and this is everything else. Okay. Just, you know, like how we're talking about, you know, people coming together as one, like we're like, you know, I saw that in the mosque in Turkey, but then when I was in India with my parents, we go to like, you know, the Sikh temples. Yes. And every day they do something called langar, which is food for everyone. Whoa. No matter who you are, no matter how broke you are, how rich you are, you all sit on the ground and you eat the plain <gasps> food that you would honestly, I wish I could take you oh there. Oh my God, right I want to go there. And, and, and there's not wow. many places where you sort of kind of feel you're connected. I yeah. felt connected at that mosque. Wow. Um, I felt connected when I was in, when we go to Queenstown in the lakes, when I like dip into the lake, I feel yeah. so connected to the universe. Wow. Um, uh, and, and in India, that's the one place I felt like I was connected. I was like, wow. Because everyone like, the prime minister of india goes there and has to eat on the same on the level same level as everybody as, else as a beggar from the street because at the end of the day we're regardless all one. of him being the prime minister or the beggar we're all one being that's beautiful one universe you know i love that i think that that's the connection that i feel when you're talking about the lake that's what i feel about being in the bush mm. and something my mum told me when we were growing up was um with the church and with faith is that no matter where you go in the world you will always have a family you will always have a home if you are over the other side of the world in a country you've never been to before and you've lost all of your belongings and all of all of your money or Mm. all of your uh, yeah Yeah. let's say you're you've hit rock bottom and you're on a trip somewhere or something's gone seriously wrong she was like you can always walk into a church and you can walk into a church Mm. and you will be accepted with open arms And they will take care of you like yeah. their family. I think I've actually had a friend who's lived in a convent, not not really? even religious, yeah. but has done exactly that. Wow. Yeah. And that's, uh, and there's some truth to that. I do believe that, but I don't necessarily feel, I do feel a sense of my, like a soul connection when I walk into churches around the world, when I've been into c- cathedrals and stuff. Yeah. But really the idea is that they are just buildings, right? And, and so man-made. it is, but it's, it's the idea of the community that exists inside that. That is, is the safe space. You get that community at a gym. You do. You get that community in other spaces. Well. Yeah, that's you do. And that's what is important in times like this because there's so many people I know, like Sarah, for example. Yeah. She's away from her family. Yeah. There's so many other people I know that are like away from their family. Yeah. Right? So that whole sense of community is so important as well. What do you think about... What has happened with COVID and with communities? Like, let's look at just New Zealand because this is relevant to us or Wellington. What do you think the the shift in community was during COVID? What did you observe? Because we were we were isolated in the sense that we all had to kind of stay in our bubbles and stay in our houses until we went out and about. Yeah. But... Um, did you see a shift in the way the vibe of, of like what was your community like to be in um did you feel any sense of community or did you feel more or less alone i i, I felt because i was i was fortunate enough to be with my family in lockdown yeah that was my community that was your community that was my community you know that was that was it and then um i also helped out working at supermarkets as well yeah and right that was my community yeah you know so that's that's my sense. Yeah. Because again, I'm like a bit of a 
I need to keep doing stuff. Yeah, you know, so, an active rester. Yeah, active rester, <laughs> yeah. Because I, I saw this. As much as I tell other people, hey, just chill just out. Just chill, yeah, just I'm, chill. I'm secretly like, go, Amped. go, go, go. Go, <laughs> go, go. go. Yeah. I just, I, the only reason I say that is that I feel like there was a real shift in awareness of each of of strangers for the first time like passing each other in the street Mm -hmm. you had to engage and have a distance and have a there was so i think that the energy that vibrated in like the community of lower hut where i obviously am um was quite different and there was a real shift in that and i think the sense of like hey we're all in this together even though we're kind of alone um and when you saw other people out and about Um, it, you changed the way that you interacted with them, and I think that yeah. that kind of made us a little bit more present. Yeah, yeah. I think it brought us Definitely. into the present moment. Yeah. Well, because yeah, nothing else. No. Yeah, and that's that's the key thing is like a lot of these questions in your mind come from when your mind is idle. Boredom, yeah. You know. Yeah. So, a lot of people were going through the same process. You know, a lot of people were just like, no, nah, I'm just going to watch Netflix and. No, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, no, no, no. And I, I, you know, I watched Tiger King. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, if you didn't watch Tiger King, yeah. what have you done this year? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, but, you know, you do also have to do the other side. Which yeah. Is, uh, reflect back into your inner. What would you say if you were to give advice to, like, I've got a lot of friends at the moment that are really at their, this point, like their last tether mm. at, in lockdown in Australia. They've right. been in it for so so long, and when I talk to them, like like I sympathise so much because I'm like, well, I've had this beautiful break. I've been able to travel around our country. Yeah. We kind of went back to normal, yeah. and now it's rising again. But for for people that have been in this for a long long oh, time, man. like how how do you move through that? Right? I think I think yeah. I I want to ask you, oh, but I want to talk about acceptance, and yeah. I want to talk about again the non-resistance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what 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 advice would you give, or, or how do you think that people can help themselves oh, in that space? I don't, I don't I don't know if I'm in the right you know space to get advice. I mean, I we're not I qualified. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I'm not qualified. But what I would personally do is just keep active. Yeah. Yeah. Either your mind or your body. So long yeah. as that part is active. What else? What else can you control besides your mind? I guess and like your body and a and a balance. Yeah is a big thing because what I'm hearing is that people are working, living, eating, sleeping in the same tiny quarters on their own with either one other person or no other people Mm. or, you know, like for families, parents that were dealing with working from home, schooling their kids from home, still trying to run their home but not able to leave their home. Exactly. That is insane. So having that balance, like it's all well and good to be like, yes, you've got to stay active and yes, you've got to make sure you have enough sleep and you've got to do this for your mind. But what how do you find stillness in your soul when you feel like you're in the middle of a whirlpool like that's hard right at the moment i actually feel like this whirlpool analogy just reminded me i've used it a couple of times recently because i feel like i'm in such a calm content space but i feel like everyone is the whirlpool around me Mm. have you ever felt like that sometimes yeah Sometimes I feel like I'm the whirlpool and everyone else is. Okay. So you're opposite as well sometimes, but I have. Okay, I feel like I have absolutely been that the yeah. the whirlpool. Yeah. And uh, I I think I got this analogy from a friend who used it recently who said I, um, I'm just rolling with like we spent a week together in Taranaki, yeah. uh, my friend Trey and she was like yeah I'm just rolling with the whirlpool of D at the moment like I swooned yeah. into her life for yeah. a week. Yeah 
floated around and was like, let's do this, let's do that, yeah. let's do that. And then I left again. Yeah. And she goes, so I'm not sure what whirlpool I'll dip into next. Yeah. And then that gave me this analogy and I realized yeah. also like the idea of sometimes I've been like a tornado. Mm. And I observed this recently because I was really calm. I was sitting on the couch and my sister came home from work and she's Kyla. She's a nurse, nurse educator at the ED for lower heart. She has a very intense job. It's very full on. She's studying her master's at the moment as well. Then she's juggling uh, people in her like friends and stuff in her personal life that need a lot of support. She's planning her wedding. She's got a lot on her plate. Yeah. And I was sitting on the couch the other day. I just had a completely chill day to myself of doing absolutely nothing, <laughs> which I've had so much A lot much of us is re- really envious of Dee's life. Like, really I was, envious of I, it. I started working in the city and I was like, Dee, are you, you said you're working next to me. She's like, no, I didn't take that job. I'm like, damn it. I know, I and didn't take the job. I'm you're like terribly... Tolonga Bay and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I want to go there. I know, I've just been, it's been so good. And, but I feel I, yeah. there has been a, little, a tiny, not much, tiny element of guilt for people being, you know, yeah. asking what I've achieved in a day and i've physically done nothing That's but mentally or spiritually yeah, I've, yeah. I've taken trips Huge. around the world yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so i was having one of those days and my sister i felt her energy from the minute she walked in the door mm. she had a pocket of like half an hour to do get in the door yeah. uh get changed for the gym unpack her lunch repack her lunch for the next day mm. start dinner res- respond to all the messages that she hadn't responded to from mm. the day and so she came in the door and she whipped around the house like Real cool absolute whirlpool yeah. absolute tornado yeah, actually yeah. like slamming cupboards yeah. and doors and because she was moving at a fast pace yeah. and i sat on the couch and observed this yeah. and it, when i had a moment i said are you okay can i do something to help yeah. like can i help you in yeah. some way because yeah. i could feel the stressed yeah. energy of yeah. her like yeah. i've got to get so much shit done and i've yeah. got half an hour to do let's it go, let's, go, let's go let's go let's go and then after this i realized oh my god that used to be me so much i used to do so much of this tornadoing around or, or wheel pulling around yeah. and i i actually asked sean i said hey we had our 11 year anniversary oh, last oh. week the week before yeah oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah what is it i mean but it, it is what it is it's yeah. not it's i so don't know cool. it's yeah. i don't know yeah we've been together a while which is cool but we've never really been one to like i don't know mm. boast about it your relationship is to. so chill it looks it's, from the outside. <laughs> I don't know what whirlpool you two no, are in, so. but like, but you know, like you know how you say like you know you feed off me and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like one thing I admire is I think you've got like a from the outside. I don't. Yeah, yeah. No, go speak into, freely. Yeah, speak we don't need freely. to get like you know into the nitty gritties of like all the yeah, fights no. and all that stuff. But no. from the outside and like you know yeah. spending time with you guys, I feel like you're. We are pretty chill. You guys we don't chill. really fight. Yeah, we don't guys, really fight. We don't really argue. From yeah, we communicate. Yeah, it's taken years to get it, there. It's, but yeah. we communicate. I think I admired that, and then I, again, you know, the friend Nisha that I mentioned. Yeah, Akshay, there. I'm like spitting names out like it's nobody's business. Know, so hopefully these people don't, you know, like <laughs> they I will, say Sarah will, before they will. as well. Yeah, like, that's I mean, fine. Yeah, she'll yeah, she'll yeah, dig yeah. it. Um, but you know like their relationship as well man like it's like you really admire yeah Yeah. cool cool yeah i think it takes work to get to that as well though right but i what i realized was now that i had this observation of my sister and then the observation of myself i turned around to sean i think it was the next day i was doing some journaling out here in the backyard in the sun and he came out to join me with his coffee and i was like hey can i ask you a question like just be honest and i described kyla kyla's energy and my observation of that and then i said 
do you feel like you've just been in this whirlpool of Deanne for 11 years? <laughs> like, have I just been this tornado? Exist- I don't know if people know Sean. Chill. I was just going to yeah. say, he is super chill. He comes across very zen. Like, he's, he's very, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his feet are firmly planted on the yeah. ground in any spot to the point of being stubborn a, a fair bit of the time, which yeah. I love about him. Um, but yeah, and he just said, he was like, yeah, absolutely. And I was like, oh my God, how have I only just realized this now yeah. that I've been like moving at this insane pace? And some people don't, you know? No. And COVID gives you that chance to like. Well, it gave me that yeah, chance and exactly. it didn't give everyone that chance exactly. though. And that's yeah. something I want to acknowledge yeah, because true. I've talked about this so much true. about all my downtime yeah. and then realized that so many of you listening to this are like, we haven't had a break. Yeah. We've just worked the whole way yeah. through. And some people listen to this while they're working. Yeah. 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 People are probably cleaning the house right now, yeah. like listen going for their one walk around the block, yeah. their yeah. 20 minutes of fresh yeah. air. Or, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is, Excellent. again, really appreciated that they listen. Yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you for your time. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your energy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so that's, um, it's a, it's a funny observation for myself and yeah. a cool one. And I think that's something that I got from Eckhart's yeah. book as well, was that awareness awareness of myself yeah and like again like you know we keep referencing Eckhart's book I feel like that's the connection that's why we keep referencing it. it's not like you know it's like it's our not, bible it's not our bible yeah, it's yeah. not any yeah but I know I get a bit preachy it's just, it's just you know we just thought that would be like the re- reference point for this whole podcast for now yeah um and he talks about like how sometimes again dipping into religion and stuff and yes Hinduism's huge on and Buddhism's huge on like meditating and yoga and stuff. Yes, which is my journey in yoga. Which yes, tipping into talk like, about that a little bit because yeah. that's cool. I mean, I I just started into yoga as like a stretch. I used to work at the gym. There yes. was a Sunday class. I'm like, damn it! I wish I could always go to the Sunday class to stretch out my body after you know putting myself through all these workouts throughout the week. Yeah, started as a stretch, 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 and then like going through stuff in my life where like you know in yoga classes you do that bit at the end where you just pause and. Yes. Like whenever in your life do you just pause? Even when you go to sleep, you're thinking, you know? I know. So let's take time to pause. That's where I thought I'd end uh, part two of this podcast with Mo. I know you all have very busy lives. Um, if you are on a roll and you want to keep listening, please tune in to episode three following this. Uh, also, if you are enjoying this, Please like it, please follow, um, subscribe, all of those things. I've never really asked you to do that before, but it's really cool for me to see the stats of how many people are listening, who's tuning in with my Instagram page, uh, You Will Fly, and uh, who's just coming in for the first time as well. So thanks very much for your time again today. I'm sending you all love, light, and strength. Go forward and conquer.